Bitches with Beards is filmed in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> I've always wanted to do that. Well, there you go. <laughs> On today's episode, I wonder if my pee will ever be the same colour again. And honestly, Max, it's just a little bit of history repeating. Don't we're, worry. <laughs> <laughs> we're the podcast that attempts to break down culture with all the elegance of two coastal grandmas. But in truth, we're just a couple of bitches with beards. I'm Max. And I'm Daniel. And if you're wondering who we are and why we have a podcast, then I guess we better get on with the episodes. Well, thank you, Donna Summers. There you go. <laughs> Cheers. So if you hear weird noises, we do actually have an audience. I know. This is... That was that was not planned, and yeah. that just made yeah. me happy. Thank you, guys. <laughs> I, I have my lovely friend Nick visiting from England, and he's brought the lovely Sophie with him. I feel very much at home. I'm surrounded by Brits. It's a wonderful feeling right now. It's It's great. It's fantastic. But they are in the background, and we thought it'd be fun to do, and then we realised we would have people watching. <laughs> yep, and now we're nervous. Which Where's is, the wine? <laughs> it's, an, it's an audio medium that we are um, visual at. I know. I mean, we really need to get on YouTube at some point. Actually, no. No, I don't have the face for YouTube. Sorry. I don't. I actually realised I'm doing this without my podcast hat, which is very weird. Oh, Oh, it's so okay. we, no, we I, I think I'll be okay. Oh, okay. I think I'll be okay. I'm wearing one piece of Star Wars. And also, I've got the um, Stormtroopers on my socks as well. There you go. We're fine. We're fine. We're perfect. Perfect. I think I feel so. How's yeah. your week? Oh, well, Cherry Blossoms finally bloomed. Yay. And Nick managed to get here for the one day they bloomed. Lucky. You, you know, here's the thing. I'm going to say bravo to Nick on doing that. I'm so glad it worked out for you to actually see that. I was there Sunday because it was like 30 degrees and I thought, oh no, I've got to go before they all freeze off. And I was instead freezing and I felt like my balls were retracted up inside me at this point. Like, it was atrocious. Um, Sumo wrestlers would pay a lot of money for that technique. I know. <laughs> Just be on the title base and when it's 30 degrees. I'll never, I'll, I'll... I'm sorry, I've got, I've got that visual now. Yeah, never again. I will never do that again for the sake of Cherry Blossoms. Great photos, not worth it. I have a question. Yes, I have a good answer. Have they removed, the, have, they, have, they, have they re-emerged? Yes, they have re-emerged. <laughs> Don't worry, we're presenting Mel. <laughs> it's not a comeback I was never away to begin with, said both Tester Clay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's just say, it's, I spent several hours trying to warm up afterwards to have visuals of you massaging them out of your body well i didn't have to do that don't worry but the funny thing is which another thing we're going to talk about is i immediately went over to matt's house and made ginger beer with him and the entire time i was just like please please warm up please okay this fucking ginger beer how's a ginger beer well here's the thing so i was just over there this afternoon we tested out four of our samples they are good however we have lost the carboy so the carboy is this giant three gallons of ginger beer that we made on Saturday, which was like the second test, because we've been making them in a gallon, and we've lost it, we think. It's not bubbling. Oh, no. Uh, we've got the heater on it, and it's just not doing anything. We have a soda stream. I mean, at this point, it wouldn't hurt. When you said carboy, I thought of a boy racer in England, like, sitting in his, like, Burby hat on a full escort. Oh, that'd be nice. No, it wouldn't. No, no, no. No. <laughs> no, I really wouldn't. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> but yeah, um, it, it's coming along, we think. We, we've got some experiments to do on it, but we're going to have a garden party yet with this ginger beer. Don't worry. I'm, I'm not. Am I? Am I worrying? Maybe. Well, you're hosting the garden party, so you might need to worry. As long as it's good for the stomach. Uh, well, we'll see in about an hour if it's good for the stomach. So aside from that, how was your week? Oh, uh, well, you know, I, I pulled a Kali Minogue this week. Um, you sent your boyfriend's stuff back through FedEx. Uh, well, no, it you was... You got an arse lift? Facebook <laughs> back? I didn't dance to disco either. Spied down your sister's career and stole it for yourself by emerging <laughs> through neighbours? No, no, no. Dated a Frenchman? Well, I... Dated another Frenchman? I've tried to date Frenchmen. It never works out. Sung with Kermit the Frog. 
No, there was there was none of that involved with Kermit I'm, the Frog. I'm, I'm kind of lost in. Well, okay, so do you remember... Oh, sorry. Do you remember the episode of The Vicar of Dibley? Yeah. Where Geraldine says, Kylie, if you do this for me, I can get you right next to God. Yes. I, That's pull- the, I just watched that last week, actually. All right. I pulled a favor with the priest, is what I did. So... <laughs> I don't want to know. Well, no. So I Does had- it look like a bishop with a turtleneck? <laughs> no. <laughs> It was, not, it was not that sort of pulling, thank you. No, sir. No. You've seen it ringing the bells. No, no one was ringing the bells. There were no candles going anywhere. But I had had a shit week at work. And I said, I've had a lot of puppet meetings. I said, I need you to do me a favor. And Treat he, me like a puppet. No. <laughs> I said, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to be like Geraldine and grant me some sort of favor. Yes. I need you to call down plagues on these people. And he's like, what? I'm like... Preferably, I want a plague of locusts to haunt this person. I'll take boils on the body and death at the firstborn if I have to, but I just need something. Now wow, that was a bad week. It was, well, these pop-up meetings were ridiculous, is what they were. Like, I was that pissed off, and he said he was working on it, so he's yet to deliver TikTok. You've, you've had three days, sir. Three days. I love the way you went from a dirty afternoon and to, can you just now summon God for me? I mean, goddess divine body over here is all I'm saying. I'm quite shocked, to be honest. <laughs> that descended really quickly. I'm just saying. I've heard of people in DC dating people for power, but I've never heard of them for getting in with a priest to get to God quicker. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. I am shocked. Why, I'm gagged and gooped. Why? Don't be gagged and gooped yet. Anyways, why, why are you shocked with me? Why? Death of the Firstborn. That's more of a Max thing. Well, I was thinking, what would Max have me do? And I was like, Death of the Firstborn would definitely do it. So. Yes, I would. Mm. So how was your week, dear? Um, well, I um, we ended up spending St. Patrick's Day um, with straight people. Oh, yes, we did. Yeah. Oh, that, sorry, we both did that. It was... <laughs> we were together. Because <laughs> we were at Franklin Hall. Oh, yes. We so were. I'm looking to my audience now. Franklin Hall is a bro bar about three blocks in that direction yeah um it's it's quite um it's they were watching march madness which alex explained to me on saturday and i still don't get march madness it's brackets and basketball and I love how lions you and had, tigers oh my i love how you had another brit explain basketball too he's <laughs> really sporty but no we yes, did we yes. did basically get to spend our our i said about blah, blah blah we did spend our I was going to say Thanksgiving but not our St. Patrick's Day surrounded by really musty straight men that dress like Ted Lasso and look like they voted for Trump to make daddy happy but um yeah that one guy of the butt though he was definitely a marine Whew. that was marine butt oh that was be still I clutched my pearls so, and just watched it the entire evening so that was a pro the yeah. con of that though I don't know about you but I felt like I spent the whole weekend lining up for the toilet uh, I didn't have that problem except uh, Saturday I felt I was hung over until um, I had my melatonin that night because yes. I finally was able to sleep this well there were just lines everywhere and then we spent in, <sighs> then that, lines with Becky's lines with Becky's and oh. it wasn't too bad but like and then oh, the one time I went I was gone for 10 minutes because of Becky's couldn't figure out the door handle I was just like, really? What, from the inside or outside? From the outside. Like, someone came out. <laughs> they were trying to figure out the door handle. So, I didn't tell you this. I went up to help them, and they're like, how dare you try to come in this bathroom? And I'm like, I'm trying to get you in there so you'll use it. It was, it was not good. It was funny. So, Dom should have helped them. Dom, anyways. Yeah, but Dom's... No. No, no, no. 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 That wouldn't have... A, 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 a gay guy versus a straight guy would have been mm. better. The other pro was that we went out on Sunday and we got Mexican, because uh, I love El Rey. Yes, yes, you And did. it was a 50th birthday party next to us, and it was like... Oh. But it was these, like, suburban women, and they, every time they bit into a burrito, they were like, mm, oh my God. And I'm like, <laughs> wow, they're discovering Mexican food for the first time outside of an old El Paso food kit. I'm just like... Because the food there's really good. Yeah, it I really love is good. that food there, because I like getting a... What's the one I get? The... Quesadilla? No. Um, no. Quesadilla. Uh, yeah. yeah, but I got the pepper quesadilla and it was all watery. and It was good, but I, you can't eat. Honey, you gotta th- get the chicken one. I'm sorry. No, I like the chorizo one. 
Oh, fair. That's okay. a good uh, I'll give you that here. one. That's good. Nick's, Nick's, Nick's in the background. He's nodding. Chorizo. Chorizo will solve all problems. It's basically cheese on toast. It's like, it's their yeah. cheese on toast, but it's amazing. Um, Do tell me that they were drinking, like, frozen margaritas, though. Oh, um, you know it. And did they, did they have their big rings and their acrylic and their chunky necklaces? No, one of them had 50. They looked like they were having a lot of fun, oh, okay, but it was okay. just a way that one of them went, oh my God. I'm like, <laughs> oh, have you never had, like, and they put impossible meat now. If you want onto the um, nachos, nachos. I really, if if it, like I'm looking at these guys, if, if if we don't get, we can. It's a bit heavy for a breakfast, but you know, like for a lunch, if you're here a day longer, we be there. Oh, oh my god, we definitely would. But do. I cannot do the margaritas because even though I love them, um, I've inherited heartburn. Oh, honey. No, I can have I can have one, and then when you get the, the second one, I'm like, oh, the lime. I, I find it amazing and fantastic, I'm so... trying to think... Oh, and gay culture this week for me, right, was that um, the Hubs is trying to get... He's, he's clearing out... He was clearing out the spare room because the lovely Nick is staying in there. Uh-huh. And he's finally, after seven years of nagging, um, clearing <laughs> out... I don't know how... You should have seen the shit in there, quite frankly. And we moved for a lot of that, so I was still... Uh, he got his old tower computer out that he has from college... And I was like, you need to send it off somewhere. They'll take everything off it, all that. I we, have so many jokes that I would say if he wasn't your husband. He has everything. With his career. And I, we, I honestly, it. I said, oh my God, is that a CD drive? Because we don't get them anymore. And I, I pressed open and it was disc two of season one of Will and Grace. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wow. <sighs> and actually what's ironic is I keep bringing Nick into the conversation is you took my Will and Grace DVDs when I went moved to America. I watched them regularly. Thank you. Because oh. yeah. at the time, it wasn't the streaming wasn't as no, big. it wasn't. And you had, no. I'd never seen it. You missed it because Nick's a little bit younger than us. And he said, "I would like to oh. learn about Baby this past lot." Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we we weren't over there. We watched the one the other night because we've been slowly going through um, those backgrounds, and we were both like slowly falling asleep. But said, so "Let's just put one on," and it was the one with the lesbians and the cop. Um, you know the. Um, Please avoid flash photography so you don't upset the lesbians. Oh, yeah. And, and that, that, that one is so offensive. And I sat there going, I said to the hubs, this is the worst, this is the most offensive episode. And they're, they're like, he's like, okay. And I sat there and go, we should not laugh at any of these jokes. No, 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 no. Um, but I still laughed. Like, I bought you a cactus. Don't sit on it, even as a game. <laughs> but that being said, it was, at the time, it was a lot of our entry into gay culture, like, essentially. So I learned a lot. Yep. And with that, I feel we have to ask, what's in Ina's garden? Well, what's in Ina's garden this week? Um, I'm going to walk over to get walk the over. wine. He's going to talk to Sommelier. Sommelier says that we are going to have a Virginia wine to a vineyard that I've gone to several times and I love very much, Barbersville. We're having a Capsov 2021. Oh. So I'm hoping that you like this. It's going to be a nice... Well, it's better than last week where you picked a wine that you didn't like and I drank the whole bottle and the next day had a very easy run because I was still probably quite drunk. You know, I was also sleep deprived last week, listeners, so I do apologize for that. It smells nice. It should be opened up by this point, I'm hoping. Ah, oh, yes. It's not, it's not the strongest wine. Nope. 2021's a good year, though, for Virginia wines. It's a little bit dry, it's very smoky, and it's... Mm, if, it, it, and if our audience would like to try if you check under your seats, it's, yes. it's giveaway, <laughs> yeah. and want to give us some feedback. So, as a snack, I've cut it in two. Uh-huh. This is supplied by the lovely Nick, bought me a present from England. Oh, thank you, Nick. This is a caramel wafer bar. Okay, do tell about caramel wafer they bars. They are very basic in terms <laughs> of... No, they are, they are the go-to... <laughs> Your mum throws it in the in the pack lunch. Are we agreeing mm. on that one? It's the basic, and they they are a very simple. Because our school for pack lunches would not allow chocolate bars. Oh, okay. You had to have a biscuit or something. There was a difference uh-huh. between a biscuit and that. So, um, but these are the most basic of basic. But they are. Okay. Hubs had one last night and was quite surprised how actually honestly tasty they are. All right, I, I'm unwrapping it right now. Hmm. Oh, oh, that's good. They're really good, aren't they? That's really good. But they're really simple. Mm-hmm. But your mum just throw one in the pack lunch if you had a pack lunch. 
I almost feel like saying, Nick, I'm going to give you money and I want you to ship some over for me is where we're at. I'll bring some back. Uh, yes, Ashley, I want you to bring some back. <laughs> no, they're very simple, very good. Mm-hmm. It was going to be Monster Munch this week and then he surprised me. Oh. We have Monster Munch and Mini Cheddar, so the Mini Cheddar's have gone off, but they're still good. Okay, I still like the Monster Munch. Yeah, we I don't and we've got some tank fastics and I mean I'm gonna do I'll do some tank fastics at some point. I don't think you've shared tank fastics with me yet. I've had a couple of packs of tank fastics. Okay. I'll the audience go, is saying yes, yeah. we should try that. We will in the future, listeners, don't worry. I love a tank fastic. Oh, okay. Right, Ina, that was amazing. Oh, thank you. I didn't have to cook this week. Where is Jeffrey? <laughs> uh, he's 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 having his own tank fastic eating out. Oh my god, yes. That's enough talking about ourselves. What's going on in the gayberhood? We discuss the stories that are gay, gay adjacent, and just a little bit camp. I'm glad you waited for alcohol because some of these are. Well, actually, they're not because no. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. If the state voted red, it's taking away the rights of trans people and banning drag queens. Right. With a few exceptions with what I'm saying today. So there we go. I, yeah. I actually um, do my union newsletter and I uh, end with a quote. And this week's quote, this month's quote was, drag ain't hurting anyone, RuPaul. Ooh, and, I, um, and I asked, I said to the our shop steward, is that too political? She goes, no, that's that's not political enough, quite frankly. So um, do you want to go first or second? Have you got good news? We've both got good news this week, haven't we? I've got very good news, but I was playing off of last week's whiz theme whenever I came up with my news sources. The whiz theme. Is that I won't know bad news. You no, know, the no bad, bad news. news. Anyways, so I told my Google gods that, you know, essentially only good news this week. So I've got three good brief stories that we're going to go over. Cool. I'll go ahead and take it. So <laughs> one, Well, that's what you said to the priest. Uh, well, I did a lot of things with the priest. Oh, God. Anyway, anyways, so the first story that we have is that Maryland uh, State House has voted that state Medicaid will cover gender-affirming surgery. I saw. Yes, and the vote was 93 to 37 for it, so thank you, Maryland. Something good is coming out of you, other Cheers. than crabs and John Waters. We love this. I love Maryland. Keep it up. <laughs> can I keep them drivers to themselves, though? Right. The drivers can stay out of they're D.C. So bad. They so can bad. stay out of they're D.C. They're so bad. We won't know your license plates here. But thank you for doing this. Perfect. Uh, my second story is from a state that I honestly think can go to hell. But anyways, that's just my personal opinion. Nebraska, of all things. So there is a freshman senator, uh, Senator... Mc- Have I been to Nebraska? Yes, you were in Omaha, dear. <gasps> Omaha, okay. Which is where I was at in Nebraska for a time. I liked Omaha. You didn't live in Omaha, though. You visited Omaha. Do you have the Omaha story that I had? Because that's where we yes. turned up to the gay bar in the U-Haul. Yes. Um, and they all thought you were lesbians. Lesbians, yeah. <laughs> um, and then we walked in and asked for a drink, and they were like, we don't take cards, so I had cash on me. And then we went, can I get um, a whiskey and ginger? And they went, we don't have ginger in Nebraska. And I'm like, okay, can we get a whiskey and something? I don't know what a tonic I think we had. And then I said, a beer. And he goes, yeah, sure. And that's $5. And I said, oh, no, did you get the beer order? We went, yeah. And we both, for like two seconds, contemplated moving to Nebraska just for that sake of it costs $5 a round. And this was the most amazing Gay bar, like it was a leisure centre from England. I'm not joking. I'm looking at my English, like it had because there the, is one gay bar in Omaha. Yeah, and it had all the girders. Yeah, you know, like the weird girders that they used to have in swimming pools, and it looked like you were looking. And then there was one bar, and you looked down on a dance floor, and it looked like when you were in the parent box during swim lessons, looking down. They're like they are they're all the figure <laughs> that was, and I was like, this is the weirdest bar, but it was yeah, but five dollars for a round. I mean, don't get me wrong. But you didn't have ginger. You had to pay cash. Like, it's not that great. Yeah. Omaha is not that great. But something good is coming out of Omaha. Senator Michaela Kavanaugh, I think she is a freshman senator this time in the state legislature. Uh, She is holding a giant filibuster right now, blocking every single bill that is going through the state house right now, stating that she's going to do it until the anti-trans bill is killed. She is blocking up all the legislation. There's supposed to be... So she's standing there talking. I don't understand how the filibuster works in Nebraska. It's not that. She's not standing and talking, but she has blocked 
every single bill, and they're supposed to be debating 800 bills in this session. She said, I am not doing this. If the legislation is going to be painful for people, I'm going to make this painful for everybody. And she everybody. saw a senator. Senator. Yes, wow. they have a unicameral house, so it's just one house chamber. I think I'm getting that right. So this is state level. The state level. God, you guys have too many bloody politicians. I know. But good know. for her. So, so how many senators do they? So they have multiple. They have multiple state senators, don't yes, they? Yes, they yeah. have multiple state senators. But she is like, I'm holding this entire legislative session hostage. I will burn it down to the ground, and I do not care. And I'm like, for that, we congratulate you. You're doing what you need to. Cheers to that. And my other piece. Coming out of another state that I thought I would never talk about on this podcast is Kansas. So I like Kansas, though. Well, for The Wizard of Oz, I get it. You like Kansas for that reason. I went to The Wizard of Oz exhibit. I know. I and, have a t-shirt from And it. I'm so happy that you went. But again, Kansas is like Nebraska. It's like... Flat. Flat. Corn. Prairie sickness. We got a, we got a road puncher, tire puncher thing in Kansas and had to get help by a state trooper. Yes, and I was worried for you for about five hours as you were stuck at a Walmart. We were stuck at a Walmart waiting. We were driving to Denver, and we got um, we went to Wizard of Oz exhibit, which was amazing. Mm-hmm. They let us take the dog in because they said she looks like a service dog, and we didn't argue. <laughs> Walked around a Wizard of Oz exhibit was amazing, and then we left. I had the best time. Loved this little, loved this little place, but and as we drive, we got to McDonald's. We drove because we had to drive twelve hours each day, and our car started like shaking, and we realised that we had a huge punch. Like it wasn't small; it was like a like bit of metal on the on the thing. So we pulled over on the side of a uh, not, not, I want to call I want to say motorway, but it's not a motor, freeway. Freeway, yeah. And um, we had our car was we were moving for from three months so our car was full and we had to dig everything out of the back of the car it was really scary and then the state troopers pulled up and they helped us out um they got us to the walmart and then we had to spend like three hours sitting at a walmart waiting for our tires to be changed but uh, yeah so that was intense but yeah kansas kansas so anyways kansas governor Lori kelly has for the third year in a row vetoed an anti-trans sports bill dealing with high school sports that would ban all trans female individuals from participating in sports. But not trans male. Right. There are a grand total of three individuals in the state that would be... Oh, my God, they're going to come for us and steal our babies at night. Right. Jesus. So Laura Kelly has stated that this is unnecessary and divisive. (gasps) She says we need to let the High School um, Activities Association do its job. And that this bill is all politics. It, there is no substance to it whatsoever. I'm so bored of these fucking bills. I am so tired of it as well. But she has also stated, uh, well, the HRC actually has praised her stance. However, it is likely that this will be the year that it is overturned by the Kansas legislature because it's controlled by two-thirds Republicans in each house. What's so Chamber. stupid, what's so stupid is that Wayne trans women go on hormones they lose strength and mass and it has been yep. documented that they do not retain the strength of when they were in their what we would say quote male bodies so any other states get rid of our rights uh well tennessee is natural is trying to get rid of our rights and uh has dolly said anything yet i don't think dolly has said anything yet but there was a couple of drag positive performances that came out this week um country music singer that i'm blinking on because i don't listen to country music came out and saying uh, country music uh morrison i think was her name said that she took her child to a drag show and if they were going to do anything come and fucking arrest her is what she said that's so nice do you about the guy that got beaten up um by drag queens yes i did i loved it i don't agree with violence but you know i was here to protect people idiot i i believe in violence against stupidity yes um, my my news is really not as impressive as that, but uh, all I say is let me be your star because they're going to make a musical of the TV series Smash. Oh yes. yes! I was literally shocked and shooketh whenever you sent this to me. I'm like, are you kidding me? Not the really boring Marilyn musical they were making, which was quite boring. It was quite boring. boring. Don't get me wrong. I did want to go and see. Um, one uh, hit list yeah they did it as a read through of out Catherine McPhee but she's probably donating to Republican Party right now right um, but 
the lovely Christopher Rodriguez would have been in it. I adore Christopher Rodriguez. Yes, I would see Hit List. I would yeah, see Hit List because that had the best yeah. finale song as well. Yes. I also love that bit where they go and see it and you see Cassandra Angelica Houston kind of sitting there where everyone's dancing. She's there going, I'm fucking doomed. <laughs> uh, but no, they're going to make a mu- they're going to make a musical about a TV show smash. Right. But I hope it's based more on the second season because I did like the music from Hit This more. I like the music from Bombshell. Yeah. So I, I guess first season would be Act 1 and second season would be Act 2. <laughs> bless me. Um, bless me. I'll wait bless you. Bless you. Forgive you. Son. Forgive me. <laughs> no. Um, so, yeah. No, I'm hoping it'll be good. I think it'll be camp shit. I think we should go see it. We we'll definitely gonna, go see it. I think you and I should go see it. Field trip to New York. There we go. <laughs> Bless you, my child. That's the bloody what flowers things. Uh, cherry pollen. Cherry, cherry pollen. pollen. So that's the news. Yes. Daniel, what was your gay culture this week? My gay culture this week, I have a little bit going on. Um, so my food of the week was salads, specifically those made with microgreens. I discovered them this week in Whole Foods. It's hydroponic, like, microgreen. What the fuck is a microgreen? It's like arugula, but it's like an inch tall. Like, I don't know what an inch is normally in my life, but like... Neither is half of DC on Grindr. <laughs> right. <laughs> Anyways, they're like very... They're very delectable. The other thing for my food culture of the week was... Absolutely. Salads with microgreens? Micro Who are you? I, I'm a lesbian. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm getting into a huff kick. Like, slowly easing into it. By summer, it's going to be terrifying I'm just saying it's better than last week where you turned up starving because you eat ice cubes all day <laughs> it's true had great sex no he though. really did turn up last week starving he, had to, he, he, did, he ate ice cubes all day because he had a fun with the priest yeah <laughs> and so he, and he never do. ate all day to stop <laughs> anything going through him <laughs> so he just ate ice cubes and Nick, Nick is shocked <laughs> making a note of this yay I'll teach you all about this trick don't worry yes. don't worry don't worry here's a good recipe for ice cubes it involves five ingredients <laughs> ice cubes and lemon juice there you go oh someone's a fatty well, <laughs> <laughs> someone's being greedy uh, so in addition to that also imitation crab made a what crab sticks no 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 so I did the uh, the other version the flakes the flakes is the one I did Okay. I don't do the sticks. I like the sticks. I like them bit of soy sauce. Well, but they're great whenever you cook them in a white wine sauce with butter and garlic and put it on top of pasta. Who doesn't love butter and garlic? Uh, everyone should love it. Wait, say, yeah. Also, quickly, yeah. as someone going vegetarian, imitation. What is what is the meat? Haddock. Haddock. So it's haddock. It's still it's still fish. So it's fish. It's so it's pescatarian. I'm good. Vegetarian, you're not going to be okay. So just embrace the pescatarian dark yeah. side. Like just do it, dear. We'll do it. All right. Songs songs of the week. Yes. Because uh, Taylor Swift is launching her Eras tour, Antihero was playing nonstop this week. There we go. Isn't she releasing four new songs soon? Yeah, she released one of them today. It Liked good? it. Yes. Okay, we will have to play off this. Yes, we will. Uh, my other song of the week was a little bit of a throwback, uh, "Sex Laws" by Beck. I heard it on the radio this week and just kept playing it. I've still not forgiven Beck for not turning up to that concert. I'm sure you you haven't. But anyways. Uh, here we go. Uh, my soundtracks for the week. It was Patty Lapone this week. Patty Lapone doing what? So it was her and Evita. That was my re-listen. Yeah. Sweeney Todd was my new one. I have never actually heard Sweeney Todd. What instrument did she play in that one? Uh, didn't she play a tuba in that one? I believe? Yeah, I can't imagine Patty Lapone holding it. I can imagine she's more of a piccolo person. I yes, but I feel like there's more talent going to piccolo. Not saying she couldn't, but like there's you know less blowing. Uh, I didn't read this week other than. <gasps> Well, I didn't read other than I need, like, pictures, so I read a magazine. So it was the latest issue of Garden and Gun. My television series of the week was Vienna Blood. Very good if you like that. What's that one? Uh, I, PBS is what I've been watching it on. Um, based in Vienna, psychological dramas, fantastic. Perfect. Dark. Stormy. Dark and stormy. Yes. And that's what's going on at the moment with... So so what what was your culture of the week? My culture of the week was music. I introduced the hubs to Crowded House. Because mm. I started singing Everywhere We Go, Always Take the Wherever With And he never heard that one. And, and, and the, and the and audience is like Because they're Australian, but they were huge. <laughs> in the nineties they were huge. And then he knew a couple of the other songs, so uh, it was all good. 
I've got a surprise culture. Oh. I finished my book. <gasps> Yay! Yay! The one I was meant to finish two weeks ago so I could have like a huge um, session with that massive book that the hubs bought me. Uh-huh. But I did finish They Both Die at the end. Oh, good. No, I did finish it within three days. If I'd done that, like, what, three weeks ago, now yeah, I have two months. Yeah. yeah, but no, yeah. They Both Die at the End is a really great book. It mm-hmm. is very sad. It's set in a world where, in a New York where you... There's a, there's a service that texts you or calls you up if you've got 25 hours to live. Everyone gets that call. Oh, that's bleak. And you find it out. And um, these two both get this call from Deathcast and they're told that they are going to die for the next 24 hours. It predicts death. And they go on this app called Last Friends and they spend the last day together. Oh. Um, but it does explore basically what would you do if you knew you had 24 hours to live but it also explores if you knew you had 24 hours to live how would your behaviour be different and it it looks at how they interact and do stuff and you're Mm. like well they wouldn't have done this if they didn't know they were going to die so that is but it's really lovely it's it's LGBT so it's a young adult novel not Judy Bloom. very good Okay, good. Good to know. Gay Sport of the Week was RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay. Uh, we're in the second episode of the 90-minute episodes. Mm-hmm. For the people that don't realise, it was cut down to 60 minutes for that show. That show we name Nameless. Um, this week was hilarious because the judges were finally given a chance to talk because they cut all the judges' comments out. Mm-hmm. My only issue is that I hate Lucy. I don't like Lucy. But you and most people. Most people. But... Mistress was really mean to her this week, and I was kind of like, "This is getting bullying now." Oh. Uh, it crossed the line. Oh. The edit crossed the line for me. Okay, good to know. I have not seen this week's episode, and probably won't. But it's um, it was a good episode. The musical was um, wig loose, and it was about a town that bans drag acts. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really, and the music was really good for it. I I don't know if it's going to top the uh, one with um, oh the one that we. Milan Rouge one. Yes, but that was because Lady Camden being the British Lady queen. Camden. We was a Lady. British queen. We love did Lady you Camden. did you guys see the Lady Camden season of RuPaul's Drag Race? Uh, Lady oh. Camden was a British queen that had fantastic was on RuPaul's Drag Race. The American version. American. Yeah. But they played the main the yeah. MC of the Rusical of the Moulin Rouge and were amazing. Lady Camden the whole way through it was Stunningly funny. Yeah. Like... It was one of the best musicals ever because of her. But this one was also very good. Okay. My straight sport this week was the end of Six Nations Rugby. It's not a straight sport, it's a gay sport. We're all ogling and drooling. Oh, it? they were so hot. But no, we, we didn't get as decimated as we thought we would, but I ended up drinking the better part of two pitchers of green beer, and that's why my pee looks different. Not the asparagus you've been eating. Not the asparagus. My wow. movie, my Cheapy Tuesday movie of the week. Yes, yes, please. Shazam, Few of the Gods. Oh, do tell me about this Dame one. Helen Mirren was amazing in it. Um, she always is. Uh, it, it, I, so Shazam's a Golden Age superhero. So, so the Golden Age superheroes are a little bit more campy. He's got a lot of magic going on within him. But Shazam, I actually kind of, I watched it on a plane and I really fell in love with the character. <laughs> so I went to the cinema to see the second. It's totally camp. It's totally funny. But I, I came for that, and I stayed for DJ Katrona. Oh, he's you should be so, a photo of that He's one. so hot. Um, so, those that don't know, is the kids in it become adults when they say Shazam, and... Shazam! Shazam! And Pedro becomes... He's so beautiful. We will show photos, don't worry. There'll be a photo. Don't worry, live audience. Oh, I showed the hubs the photo, and then the hubs watching the first one was like, oh, who's he? And I was like, yeah, he's... The most, oh, he's so beautiful. So I stayed there for most of it going, hey. (laughs) If you only had a brain. (laughs) The only thing about the Shazam movie was there's a twist at the end. So there's a cameo at the end from a character and they spoiled it in the TV spots Uh, because they want to get people to the cinema and it's a real pity now they're kind of destroying the cinematic experience just to get bums on seats. Uh, okay. It was worth it, but if I not known, it would have been it would have been a surprise. Um, yeah. Podcast of the week. Rosie O'Donnell has a podcast. Oh, I didn't know this. And her this first, is news to me. Her first interview, her first person was Sharon Glass. Uh, um, if you don't know why it's not significant, 
learn your history. Yes. But it's really good. It's very mumsy, a bit like Jamie Lee Curtis's podcast. I could do that. Yeah, it's good. 40 minutes, good chat. Oh, it's good 40 minutes. Okay, yeah. yeah, we definitely do Rosie O'Donnell for 40 minutes. Sharon Gless is in her 80s. I didn't realise Yeah, she's that. 80. She's 80. Did not realise. She's good for it. Yeah. Love her. Um, okay. Yes. Full permission to be a cunt. Oh, you always have that permission, dear. I don't know if our listeners are going to give it with that word, but you're always allowed it. Okay, I can't believe I'm... Because we always say we weren't going to be a negative podcast. Well, we said we wouldn't be negative without a reason. So I hope you've got a really good reason for this. If not, you can edit this one out. James and Jonathan released their wedding video. I did see this, and I was just like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. This is my eye roll of the week. Yeah. So Jonathan Bennett of Mean Girls, Aaron fame. Yes. And James, his husband, the lovely James James Vaughan. I don't know. James Vaughan, why? Why? Because he needs attention. Yeah. Um, Released their wedding video, and they released... Okay, I want to say it's outright. I really think they are... I mean, James is a... He's a juicy man, and Jonathan's very good looking. Uh-huh. Love them in Mean Girls. Love the fact they're using their platform. I think that's brilliant. I they really do. I really do think they use their platform well. I think Jonathan did like the first Hallmark movie that was a gay gay storyline. Yeah. I really, I do admire them. But they, they go, we're releasing this wedding video. We weren't sure about, you know, we wanted to wait a year because we wanted to keep it to ourselves. And I just learned, why the fuck she's not, don't have to fucking release it. They won't tell you that. Well, the fact that they were waiting an entire year and it was like choreographed and cinematographer went It was in and beautiful. Did it. it was. I wish I could film like that. I like because someone that. edited it. I like, like the reverse. That was the thing. Like, you paid someone to do this, bitch. Like, I love the reverse slow mo of the, of the water on the rocks. Right? Um. So, yeah, I, that was a little bit of a like, don't pretend like. But they have to because I think what's so about them now. Is that they're such a brand, they have to release it. But they're so yeah. disingenuous in a way that they're not so much inspirational as like, we're never going to achieve this, so what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you or me in the house are drinking dirty wine on a Friday night. It's good dirty wine, though. I did have a cackle. You had a cackle? I had a cackle during it. They release that shot, they go, we have this big ending to our wedding. And I'm like... There's a big ending I want to see for that wedding. I think you know what you're cackling And about. they literally started, released a video of them dancing to a song from The Greatest Showman. Yes. I've never seen The Greatest Showman. It's a film about a guy of horrendous animal rights abuse. I'm not a full time I'm not a full time vegetarian, but the story is like that Barnum literally there was a fire in his building and they had a whale tank on the top floor and they smashed open the whale tank to release the water, put the fire out and the whale fell onto the DC street. Not down the New York, New York Street. I was say, it was not DC. And killed the whale. Yeah. Just to put the fire out in the building. So apparently my nieces really love like The Greatest Showman. I'm just like, oh my God. It's atrocious. I just don't know. I, that whole story, I loved Wales as a kid. I did a whole book report on Wales. I don't like that. And so the Jonathan Bennett was like, they, they did their thing. You gotta wait to the end of this video and they're singing, is it, this is the greatest show. And then they go, yeah. you're, you're ready for, ready for, get ready for the finale. And fireworks went off and I'm like not even three year olds in fucking Disney are impressed by fireworks no but it gets even worse because James posted on the Instagram my husband finally had his Bollywood moment and then went to that film and I was just like you did not just say this ma'am like you did not just say he had his Bollywood moment to caption this film like no can we just have a ma'am of the moment now ma'am um, no, oh. I, but I was like, uh, and their time to the music, I'm like, I thought like Kila Seattle was going to come out and, you know, sing This Is Me, which I hate that song, after that whole Pride, when five drag queens did it in a row at right. the main stage at DC Pride, right? and I was like, this is me, I'm not, no, oh, we we're not it. kidding, like five of them did five it, five of them did like, it, like back to back, and we're like, did you not look at the set list, like, did you not see this, did like, no one have no. a kiki before, right, did no one read? Did no one read? No, they got read. <laughs> they got read. They got read. No one... Yeah. So that was my eye roll culture catch-up. But I do have a little slight 
No, I did have it here. Oh, my MVP media of the week. Okay. So should we get... Was that Fandango, my movie booking website, okay. app, <laughs> has allowed easy access to a seat check facility. So we used to have to, used to, have to go on, try and tend to book two tickets and say, what's the availability? Now you can go on, see your screening, click seat check, and it comes up all your... Nick's eyes just lit up. So I want to say, Fandango, thank you. You're an amazing site. I get points if I book for you. So I'm going to say this. Listeners, Max and I are really this good of friends that he sent me a screenshot of this. And he was like, <laughs> do you know how amazing this is that I can do this? And I was like, yes, honey. I, yeah, I yes. have to suddenly realize, though, <laughs> that Fandango are basically allowing you to check the seats so you don't have to book through them. Yes. They're going to get rid of that function, aren't they? Probably because you put it into being. And I probably won't have a, fan, a little cheapy Tuesday next week because the only film out is John Wick, and I've not seen it, the other three. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 No. Yeah. No. It looked good. It must be about yeah. two and a half hours though. It's two and a half hours too long. Because that's sixty-five million. <laughs> but then we've got we've got another guest. Like Nick is leaving tomorrow morning, and literally we are doing turnover service for the next guest. Oh my god. Yeah. It's like you work at the Holiday Inn. Oh no, we do, no, 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 no. We do turn over surface. Oh, okay, okay. Oh. <laughs> but we do allow dogs. Oh, there you go. That's not a joke about you. <laughs> Holiday Inn, for those that don't know, and um, this is not an advertisement for Holiday Inn. This is an advertisement for Squarespace. Squarespace. Uh, no, Holiday Inn are one of the chain hotels that allow, a lot of them allow dogs. Yes. And we rely heavily on them when we travel back from Denver um, yeah. so just so you know if you're looking for a hotel or you have a dog holiday in mainly the slightly out of town ones not the centrals yeah yeah, yeah. but no they do, you've got to be like on the edge they have, they have good dog policies yep so that's what I'm saying very true Right, so we just had to have a quick break because a priest just texted well anyways <laughs> life, ha- life comes at you fast and he comes at you fast. He, he comes at you right. <laughs> I'm a mother. Are you? Are you? Are I have you, a dog. Are you a dog mother? That may have been a culture for us, but what is making an impact for everyone else? We check the feeds, test the mood, and answer the question, what is gay culture? Um... I had a bit of a quiet culture week. Oh, okay, good, because I have a call to arms, so I'll let you go first. Yeah, you go first. No, I'll go first. That's yeah, the one. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, my culture is they released some statistics about streaming. Okay. Because there's been tell. a lot of cancellations. Well, we're going to call it a half cancellation of League of Their Own. Oh, oh yes, yeah, yes. Because we, we, we talked about it last, last week. week yeah. Where they're going to go down from eight to four episodes. That's disgusting. Yeah, it needs more. It needs we more. See. It needs like 10 other seasons more. And then... then the. Not ten other seasons, at least two other seasons. Oh, dude, they could change it, change it over. But history says there's only two more seasons. Like I, the historian in me is saying, there's two more seasons. Well, then just film it in Florida. They ignore history. They ignore a lot of things in Florida. They just live in it. But no, so there's been a whole thing about now a lot of the cancellations and stuff. But mm-hmm. looking at streaming services, so YouGov, who I was doing YouGov polls to earn some Amazon points and you'd have to work like a full-time job just to get like a book. So I was oh. just like, no. Um, How bored am I going to be? There yeah, we go. exactly. Uh, the, the survey showed that half of Americans, that's 46%. Yeah, I think that's Florida math. Um, uh, okay. Uh, sometimes I always wait for a series finale before I even begin waiting for the show. I would agree if it's on a streaming service, yeah. though. And of course, if you adults, wait for streaming originals finale before starting. Citing fears, and I quote, over potential cancellation with an unresolved ending. Uh, That's 27%. And finally, because they do not want to wait for next season after a cliffhanger, they wait for 24. 24% of people um, wait for next season to start, so they can go straight from the cliffhanger into the resolution in the season opening. I am that streamer right there. I am that streamer. I want to know that there's going to be a, someone's not going to die. Like, uh, there there we go. And, you know, just, I, I started writing this, or I started writing this, I copy and pasted that. After I did that, then it, they confirmed the L word Generation Q is ending. I watched season one because it had a freebie season on Showtime, and I yeah, watched yeah. it. But I'm not buying another streaming service because we are... Tapped out? We are tapped out. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
maybe after Paramount and Picard ends, who knows? But um, yeah. I but still gotta get Peacock for. Eurovision. I love Peacock. Peacock's good for Eurovision and, yeah, and yeah. for the rugby. Yeah. But no, I I think that we're kind of writing our own fates at the moment. Like we complain shows are ending, but then we're not watching them, and the initial ratings aren't coming in. But I mean, should the producers take that into consideration? Maybe. And do what? Well, if you want to really like you know add your audience on like nah, tease it a little bit more and then two months later oh another season there you go I don't know I, it's hard um, but I do think that we are becoming I think complacent without watching so maybe complacent but also do a good quality show like too that's my but thing but there are good quality shows there are there are but I'm saying like make sure they're all good quality shows like that's what I want that's what I want of you I know I just think we are killing ourselves a little bit in this I think we are allowing ourselves to let shows get cancelled because we want to wait um, I like a week by week I mean yeah. I love the fact that Mandalorian is like one week at a time this episode was amazing even though people spoil a certain actor being in it the actual episode and how the actor was involved had me in tears because there's a certain sequence in Star Wars Revenge of the Sith that makes me cry and it added onto that sequence I will talk after the podcast on that one. I, I'm, You've never I, watched me watch. That no, I have never watched you watch Star Wars. Yeah, the hubs have seen me watch that sequence, and I cry every time. Okay, and he's like, "This is just, this is ridiculous." Max, you never I, cry, Max. I'm going to put this out here. This summer, you and I are going to watch Star Wars the the films together. Like, I want I want to view it through your eyes because I have very like 1970s dad watching the original like trilogy. I watch Mark and quite every one of them. Okay. It's amazing. All right. Thank you. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, but no, I think this sad stuff is stuff is ending. Yeah, I mean, but it's it's culture, it's pop culture, it's television, it's flashy, it's it's gonna happen. Like this is always sort of what happens. Can I ask though? Are you a week by week, or do you like a dump and then go through it all together? So here's the thing. I love a week by week. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I don't thank you. That. Thank you. Thank you. I actually love a week by week. Yeah. So this is what I did for All Creatures Great and Small this season on it's CBS. It's so cute you watch that. I love that show. I love it so much. I would watch one episode per week. Like, I would follow along and watch one episode per week, and it was perfect. Like, I didn't binge through the entire thing. It's what I needed. Like, on my Monday nights, work with shit, poured some wine, watched All Creatures Great and Small. There we go. See, this is Wednesday now, so it's got Mandalorian and Ted Lasso, because I like my pet Goldstein. Well, as you should. Yeah. I'm so... Yeah. Whenever you divorce the hubs, it's for, you know, Goldstein. It's for Brett Goldstein. Yeah. And we we'll just sit there and watch and, movies together. And he's going to applaud you for it. Like, we get it. He goes to cinema solo as well, so I think we go to cinema together, but sit each side of the row. Or you'll be in different, like, theaters, like, watching different movies, and then switch the next day. Like, I feel like that's that's your future. So that was my silly culture for the week. But no, I, I do think that was an interest, interesting statistics in that I think that our, our viewing our viewing watching to protect ourselves from cancellation is actually causing cancellation yeah but sometimes we want to like know if we want to invest in something like, so as a 90s sci-fi fan okay. um, every season got cancelled after <laughs> every, so when Firefly <laughs> don't even mm, ma'am no, that was a hard one. I'll say it again. But um, when Game of Thrones had a shit season finale, and was like, that was bad. I'm like... Uh, it was bad. I was like, well, yeah, welcome to everyone. Like, we were, Every piece of 90s TV show was had a shit finale. But the last season of Game of Thrones was shit. I like last season of Buffy the Vampire Day, which was amazing. Amazing. Yeah, anyways, okay. What's your culture? So my culture is a call to arms this week, so I'm not going to toot my own horn about this, but I did a thing. That's what the priest does. Well, the priest didn't do it this week. Anyways, so I um, I <laughs> attended a lecture this week with the White House Historical Association uh, dealing with First Lady uh, Edith Wilson, because that's what I do. That's Woodrow's wife? That is Woodrow's second wife. He married while he was president. Um, was he... Divorced or widowed? Widowed. Widowed. He was very much widowed. Uh, anyway, so it is my, you know, professional expertise to be involved in these things. And I'm sitting here and I'm realizing that the White House Historical Association puts on a conference or a presentation every single month. And I also realized that this week that the D.C. Historical uh, 
um, Association is putting on a conference this month dealing with DC history, and there is one afternoon session, just one, of a three-day conference. Just one. Of a three-day conference for two hours dealing with gay history here in DC. And we have one of the first documented drag queens in the United States here in DC. 1870s, Mr. S- or Swan was the drag queen's name. Is that the wife of Miss Swan? No, it is not the wife of Miss Swan. Anyways, formerly enslaved individual was the first drag queen. Noted, hold ba- held balls like here in DC. And we're having a two hour session essentially to talk about gay culture here in DC. So, the first documented drag queen uh-huh. in the United States of America. Yes, that I know of. That I know, I know of. That we know of, not to English explain. Yeah. Um, was not just in DC, but uh-huh. a formerly enslaved individual. Yes. Absolutely. Why is that not. Why is it not a whole parade? That is my question. That is my question, and this is my call to arms. DC is about to is going to hold World Pride in 2025. Why are we not having a gay history conference dealing with LGBTQ history here in DC? Like we have the Furies, the lesbian collective that was advocating for rights. We have Frank Kameny. We have all these touch points. Yeah, yeah, I, I should LGBT. speak to Rainbow History about that. Well, and here's the thing. Rainbow History, I want to have a conference. Like, I want to personally volunteer my blood, sweat, and tears for this conference. Because I was, well, a friend of ours that you know of in my agency was in a meeting where a cis white woman who is a heterosexual that we <gasps> think was trying to erase the gay history associated with Lafayette Square. And our friend said, absolutely not. No, ma'am. I am also no, the same. Absolutely not. No, because re- I'm, I'm literally five pages into that book that the hubs bought me, and I've already mentioned Lafayette was sucking dick. Yes, absolutely. Like, I have the same book, and there we go. Like, I'm we're... sorry, but you cannot erase a gay history of DC. It is the gayest city of all time. It is the gayest history of all time, city of all times, and if you are a woman, like, do not talk about the gays. Like, I'm sorry. Like, no, 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 no. Like, this is not your place to tell this story. But that it's means... not a raise. They can talk, but not a raise. Well, right. They can write, but not turn the pen over and raise it afterwards. Right. But that being said, I want DC, before World Pride, yes. to host a major gay history conference dealing with LGBTQ issues. Yes. And what we have contributed to this effort. This yes. is my call to arms. We have, like, 30 listeners that we love and adore, and I want it to be more than that. But we need to, like make this happen this is what I want as a professional and I will host it myself if I have to I will speak to people we'll, we'll speak to people we'll get this done oh yes you know the person I'm talking about who is like no we need to make this happen you know is that the one that's a little bit that fell up the stairs uh, yes yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes Jesus I know, but that's my call to arms. That is my culture of the week. If I want a gay history conference, I will have a chat. A with proper. I'll have a chat with a couple of people I know, and we'll see what we can get done. Well, professionally link me because I will also have. We also link him. Yes. And now it's time for old and tired, where we attempt to make sense of the stories that have baffled us. But instead of Googling ourselves, we have the other one do it for us, because what are friends for, my dear? Wait, before you start, Uh, I need to light a candle. But wait, this candle smells funny. (laughs) What does this candle smell like? Does it smell like goop? It smells like goop? (laughs) Goop? I remember this from my show. No. Um, (laughs) Wow. So, this week, my lovely friend Nick came up to me and said... Yep. Gwyneth Paltrow and I said say no more right and I said can you look to this guy here and he looked to the really hot man to the left and I said no to the other man to your right and <laughs> to I the dwarf to the dwarf and I said say to him old and tired you need to research this today and he did so that's why he has a bobopedic mattress and apparently, you earned it. Gwyneth Paltrow had a skiing accident, not at the level of Natasha Richardson. We're so sorry. Pardon me, Mason. That was a poor joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was a rich joke for poor people. Well, fair. And now, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Daniel is going to explain to me why Gwyneth Paltrow is being sued for wearing skis. 
I mean, essentially, Max, it's all downhill from here, really. <laughs> that was taken for the movie, and I appreciate that. And Saoirse Ronan thanks you. You're welcome. <laughs> Continue, Saoirse Ronan. Okay, so in 2016, apparently, Gwyneth got on a pair of skis. <laughs> because she and Brad... Were they wider than her? They were. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. They were wider than her, and she was quite shallow at that point. Uh, <laughs> was she still met? Was she married to Brad Falchuk at that point? She had just married him at that point. Okay. And so they went on a joint journey to see if the blended families could work together. On skis? On skis. They went to a ski slope. <laughs> Sorry, in Colorado. And here's where the controversy and controversy starts. <laughs> Is either she ran into Terry Sanderson or Terry Sanderson ran into her? How do they not know who ran into who? Well, that's a great question because there's witnesses for both of it. I don't know so what was happened. It, so they were both skiing. They were both skiing. And I mean, when I say skiing, that they were moving together. Yes, they were moving together down a hill. And Terry is seventy six, and Gwyneth is Gwyneth. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everyone in this room is. Just, Kind of creased up and laughing right now. <laughs> so wait, so they they were skiing down a hill. Yes. So he wasn't stopped for coffee. No, and she wasn't doing après, from what we can tell. Like no. she was on skis. So they're both on skis, and they collided. Someone collided with someone no. else. Yeah. And he's suing her. He is suing her. He originally, it was for three million dollars. He's had, Why? No, no, here's the thing. The judge threw most of the complaints out. It's now $300,000. That's a lot of complaints if you get down to that level. Right. <laughs> she is suing him for $1 plus legal fees at this point. Um, but, I mean, for me, like, the drama of it all is the fact that Gwyneth has complained that it's being aired on television and that the candle, or the cameras are not... <laughs> not <laughs> <a> <laughs> The candles being aired on my TV. <laughs> That's the candles and the cameras are not at her best angle. Literally, that was her complaint. Oh, it was a shit angle though, wasn't it? It was a horrible angle, but I'm like, honey, she that's not like, the complaint you need like, to make. She looked like that person that still thinks you have to look at the screen, not at the lens. It's true. I mean, but, she but, looked pretty much but, like a poor Black Danner. I mean, I'm just going to make that joke. Like... Blythe Denham is gorgeous, though. It's also her mother. I know. I know. I'm offended. We're going to have to end this podcast now if you don't think I know who Blythe Denham is. No. Okay. So, what... Okay. They cut... So, when I went skiing two months ago, three months ago... On the bunny slopes, mind you. Excuse me. My first time, I was in some weird gear, and I went down on a... I went up the the, uh, magic carpet. You went down on what, dear, is the question. And I went down on my two skis. I'm not dirty or anything. And then he hit... Just the two skis. And then he hit a couple of... um, uh, snow snowboarders on the way because they kept falling over. I believe their name is Children. Yeah, Children. children. So <laughs> I nearly hit a few children. I'm not. I'm not joking. I. I know you're not. because <laughs> I shot down and someone decided to stop their children halfway down a bunny slope. I've never skied before. I'm 37 years old. My first time on skis. I shot down this bunny slope and I nearly hit a child. And I also nearly collided with one. Um, um, but I was getting a lot. So I'm trying to. Okay, so I could have hit a child within reason of, like, collided with one. Mm-hmm. So what did happen that meant that he's allowed to sue Gwyneth Paltrow? So the problem arises that he is complaining that she did not stop after the collision, did not exchange numbers, essentially. <laughs> so he's claiming he's a hit and run. <laughs> She's waving. She's like, it's okay, I'll leave you a candle at the bottom of the slope. <laughs> He's claiming that it's a hit and run and that he had four ribs that were broken. However, she is stating that she did exchange numbers, there were no ribs broken, and that fuck all of this, essentially. Jesus fucking Christ. So it is essentially a he said, she said at this point as to what actually happened on the slopes. Like, I kid you not, Max, whenever you're like, this is your story, I'm like... Honey, I've got you. Like, this is the this old podcast. This makes no up. sense. Like, so there was a ski accident, and he needs $3 million. I look at now uh, at Nick and Sophie putting skis on and going, who can we hit with these and sue money for? Not anyone on this side of the room. Right? 
Not in Colorado, apparently. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, do you know what is a stupid... Do you know what is stupid... Is stupid right, right. So, a million dollars is a thousand thousand, right? Well, yes. Right. So, it is... <laughs> I can't math right now. No, sure. but in a stupid way, it's a hundred... Hundred thousand is that? Is that? Am I? Am I right in that? Maybe it's ten hundred thousand. But when you look at what a million can get you, and this is getting a bit now, like not trying to uh-huh. Debbie down on it, is that that money that, that 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 means is like if we had that money, and I'm looking at four pe- um, three people and plus me, four people in the room, who. I'm not. I don't know who. I know. I know roughly what anyone earns. Is that that is a stupid amount of money yeah. that could literally make or break your life. And I'm like, is that? I don't know. There's just something about that that is like that's ridiculous. And here's the irony. I think he's a doctor too, so it's not like he doesn't have money either. But no, it is. I don't know. But when you, when you yes. look at that, if you had a million, someone said, "Oh, you had a million. What would you do with it?" I'd be like, "I would just relax." Yeah, yeah. Like I'm so, you know me. I'm so yeah. tense about money. But yeah. you know, it's like, and not that we need. It's my, it's my button. But you know, you're like, oh my god. So I just, um, if he was hurt and he he's lost money, but is he seriously lost three million dollars? I, I don't well here's the thing he can only sue for 300,000 at this point the judge threw it out but I think it's ridiculous did he hurt some ribs and he got thrown out for ribs I'm for, ribs. Gonna for ribs for ribs I don't know I just thought the idea like if I got hit by Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> I would literally I've just said afterwards can I just make some money out of the fact that I can say I got hit by Gwyneth Paltrow right it's like one time can I, I can I call TMZ? Literally, it's just like one time I got punched in the face by Regina George. It was awesome, <laughs> and I'm like, are you? Gwyneth Paltrow pl- plowed me over. Is Chris Martin here? Um, <laughs> I would actually, I would actually just watch her face. Go divorce. Is Chris Martin here? And like, he was there, though, wasn't he? Apparently, he watched her. No, no, he wasn't. You said it was a, 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 a to watch. Oh no, was it her and uh, Brad Falchucks? Yeah, because it was her two kids, Apple and the other one, Orange. Orange. Chris and she we sync up, don't we? It was Apple and Orange, and then Brad's kids. Like that. That was the. There was no Chris Martin that I can tell from the record. Okay. No Chris back. No, 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 no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that was really quite the journey. I, I, I was interrupted at, only only halfway down by some idiot that stopped. I'm actually very happy I took you on this journey because I was very pleased whenever you're like, "This is your story to tell me," and I'm like, "Thank you." But you always have the word of the week. I'm doing penitence for last weekend where I was not on all time. What is your word of the week? So my word of the week is a politicaster. So that is an unstatesmanlike uh, practitioner of politics. It's apparently come up a lot in British politics this week. Gone. Oh no, that was it. It just came up a lot of news feeds that I was reading. <laughs> like I can't tell you why. It just did. That was a fucking. I'm sorry. That was a pet intro. Perfectly good song. That's <laughs> bet me the one said. Gave you the definition of it. You get to do the next session based on that, sir. Cassie Coat Lane. Yes, that's all you, dear. I had one that was really bitchy. We'll do the really bitchy one. As we reach the end of our show, we come to our final thoughts and we make sure they're as petty as possible. This is Petticoat Lane, where one of us, Max, picks a topic that's been irritating them, Max, <laughs> and we let you know why. Please do, Max. I don't really have one this I do have one this week. Oh. It's just as people just stop complaining repeatedly on social media, make a podcast. It's what we did. It's what we did. No, um, there are some people repeatedly venting on social media. I'm like, really? Again? Same topics? Uh, yeah. You're not changing the arguments? I know no, if you know no, this, nothing deeper? I know if you know this person, but oh my God, I'm like, you Oh, we can talk after the podcast. We can talk after. No. No, I, 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 this week has just been, it's been a long week. Fair enough. Fair enough. Long weeks. That's the rant. We don't the like rant long is, weeks. The rant is long weeks and long weeks if time passing quickly. Time passages, there we go. 
Well, um, I guess it gets to the point where we have to think, like, what is the culture of next week? And you have to think about something, because you've said cherry blossoms for the last three weeks, and they finally blossomed. <laughs> they did finally fucking blossom. So, um, I guess this means that we're back to uh, school students here in D.C., and I fucking hate them. What, what's going on? They just, they just come and groves like on school tours like I fucking hate them whenever they're here now the culture for next week is starting to prepare for me for England because I'm going back to England to see obviously just to see Nick entirely maybe my parents mm. well I guess it's going to be cruising for me because I'm getting ready for you my are cruise. we've got our first double episode to record in a couple of weeks we're very excited here's the thing you've never done a double episode before I have this is going to be very interesting I'm excited actually for the week off actually in a weird way I've, I've, I've loved Fine. doing this podcast I am also, it's, it's going to be interesting to have now that week of like, we're going to just release an episode. Fair enough. Well, here's to us on that. Here's to us. But as we are going to do this, we are usually saying this, and we're going to say this a bit earlier again, is that please, if you're listening to this and you have not done it already, can you pick up your phone? Yes. Yes. And then we're going to say, go to the rate button. Yes. You can rate five star, but you don't have to pre- click the review. If you, just five stars. Too. Five star. But if you want to click the review, engaging and campy is always a good good one. Absolutely. And here's the thing. Listeners, if you can find us, we will interact with you. No lies. I'll even do a cameo. Trust me, I've interacted with you. And I'll pretend to be Adele. Because <laughs> you've got the voice of an angel. I'm so just, sorry. I'll just sit here and go, I'm a Brixton girl. <laughs> really? Really? I thought the curtain's coming down on that one. And if you want smoke in a bear, just ask for Daniel. <laughs> well, I always walk around with pants and no shirt. So what's <laughs> next? Next week's culture is no blossoms. No, no. no <laughs> next week's culture is no blossoms. But and all priests. We hope it's all priest. We hope it is all fucking priest. All the time. I have to say, you turned to a right shit show by the end of it, didn't it? It did, but it was fun. <laughs> we really have to go, actually, because I think we're very late for dinner at this point in time. Oh, we're not that late. We just got to hustle. We've got to hustle. You could do Blossom the TV show. I've never seen Blossom the TV Nor show. Nor have I, actually. You could watch the first episode or something and then, like... We're actually, we're contemplating We're it. contemplating stuff like that. Yeah. On that note, I think we can... Uh, cheer- <laughs> cheers is out. Cheers is out. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> you've been listening to bitches with beards i've been max and i'm daniel a big thanks to you all for tuning in and giving us a listen don't forget to rate review and subscribe please remember that only a mother could love our views and opinions they reflect us and no one else all music and clips are used under fair use we'll see you next week unless we're cancel cheers cheers